got a job the next day. I got a job the next day. Yeah. And uh, the job I got was with um, McDonald's, you know. I was literally flipping burgers, you know, back and forth, you know what I'm okay, saying? Okay, cool, cool, cool. That's yeah, good. I'm pretty sure I must have served you before, you know. Maybe you didn't recognize me in the McDonald's shirt. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you are listening to Ask the Pros, a podcast that inspires individuals to change the way they think in order to pursue their passion and make a meaningful career. My name is Kesena Aronife, a project planner, and I will be sitting with professionals and entrepreneurs to discuss their processes, lessons learned, and how to make an impact. Welcome to another episode of Ask the Pros, a platform where we motivate, inspire. And on this um, episode, I got a friend here. I could uh, could also say he's a family. He's come from from Nigeria. You know, started working in an internet internet cafe in Nigeria. You know, all the way to Europe to Germany. We started from nothing to something, to be honest. You know, um, Lekon Femi Abiodun, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Uh, so, Lakon, you know, we, we want to tell our story, you know. I want people to, you know, draw inspiration from our story. We all have our own different stories to tell, and every story is unique, it's different, you know. So, um, Lakon, what's your story? Anyway, for the benefit of those people listening, he said I work in our internet cafe. You know, it's crucial we, <laughs> we explain that very well. You know, Internet Cafe, you know, has two meaning in Nigeria. When you say Internet Cafe, you know, think of Yahoo Boys or Internet Fraudsters. <laughs> no. So let me point it clear. Let me clear the hair right now. I used to work in an Internet Cyber Cafe. You know, thanks to Yemi Wusu, we gave me that job back then. You know, a wonderful guy. You know, I was just using it to survive, you know. I didn't even know what I wanted to do back then, you know. So he gave me the job and I was doing it then and I managed to send myself to um, Lagos State University you know I was um, yeah studied in uh, industrial relations and personal management you know and then you know as time goes by I was just like okay well 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 I want to do something more everyone was living around me you know they were traveling now coming back you know looking all good you know I said okay fine man I think I need to step out of this country as well so that was when I decided to leave Nigeria and traveled out to uh, France, and then here in Germany right now. So I guess that explains. Yeah, good. The, so, so when you when you go to when you go to Germany, you know, um, getting getting a job, the, your first job, was that was that um difficult? It is very very difficult to get a job in Germany if you don't speak the language. You understand? Germans are quite welcoming, though. You know, there are a lot of um nice people around there, but it's very crucial you speak the language because that's when you'll be able to communicate, you know. And then the best way is to get integrated into the system. So when I got here, I went to the school straight up, six months stretch, you know. I did my B1. So what's, what's, then, the, what's the B1 about? Well, the B1 is, uh, is a little bit advanced to that of A1 and A2, you know. So I did a B1 and I sat in that class with some people who've been in Germany for more than 17, 18, 20 years, you know. So these people refused to integrate into the system. So they were forced to go into the school. So I was, um, you know, unfortunate to sit with them because, um, I mean, why would you be in country for 17 years and you're just sitting down with our with a new immigrant who just, you know, came in. Anyway, I did a class for six months and I managed to pass after that. So, so, so doing the, was, so, so doing the B1 in, in Germany, what does that give you? You mean the course? Yeah, the certificate. What does the certificate give you? What's the certificate for? Your know, the certificate is your introduction into the German system. 
Okay, trying now, to integrate complex, you. That's it. You know, it's a very complex system. You need communication. Do you understand? You understand? You need communication. You need to tell somebody what's going on with you. You need to apply for jobs. You need to tell the doctor what's wrong with you. Most of them speak English here, but they are not ready, you understand, to speak English with you. You know, we've got more than 100 languages in this world, and we don't expect the Germans to be speaking all these individual languages, you know, just to suit the immigrants. So it's better for you when you come in here, go to school, learn the language, get integrated into the system, and then the sky is the limit. Okay, fine. So so you you, you got there, you learned yeah. the language, and you passed it, right. and you'd now um, integrated yourself into the system. So fr- moving moving from that, you know, so what was your mm-hmm. first job after getting your degree? All right. So the thing is, uh, I realized that uh, my Nigerian certificate, uh, my Nigerian education now uh, uh, is um, more or less useless to them here, you understand? So I was just taking it, you know, a little bit at a time. So I went to, uh, after the school, you know, I started looking for jobs, you know, and my first job was actually, before I got integrated, before I started the school, you know, I was doing a, there was this mini job, it's called mini job, it's like 300, you know, you don't need language for that, you know, it was at a restaurant, you know, and the agent was, um, or the agency who got the job for me, was owned, uh, is owned by a Nigerian, you know, and he was paying me five euro per hour. I can never forget. It was maybe five euro, five euro per hour just for me to go and wash a place in a restaurant, you know? So <laughs> it got to a point. And I said, okay, I'm not doing this job anymore. I mean, I can't be paying me this, you know, ridiculous amount of money just to do a very, you know, crappy job. But it's all good, you know, it's part of the whole thing. It's part of the whole process. So I did the job, I got the pay, and I yeah, left the job. Yeah. It's, part of, it's, part of, it's part of the process because you, you have to love the process. You have to. You have to. It's essential. You understand? It's part of the whole thing. You get, I mean, you don't expect to come into gym and someone's just going to hand you a uh, $100 million. Okay. There you go. Welcome to Germany. No, you got to work your way up there. You <laughs> no. know, you have to work your way yeah, up there. Right. So I did my own part, you know. I got this job, you know, three weeks, you know. I mean, I was grateful to even have the job, you know. So anyway, after that, and I started schooling. And when I finished the school, you know, the first, I got the job. I got a job the next day. I got a job the next day. Yeah. And uh, the job I got was with um, McDonald's, you know. I was literally flipping burgers, you know, back and forth, you know what I'm okay, saying? Okay, cool, cool, cool. That's yeah. good. I'm pretty sure I must have served you before, you know. Maybe you didn't recognize me in the McDonald's shirt. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so that was it, you know. So I did that. And, you know, later I now realized that, no, this is not really what I want to do. You know, this is just for, you know, it's just a temporary thing, you know. We're just so a stepping stone. We're just a stepping stone for you. That's right. See, and that's one of the most important things when we get here. You see, we always forget where we're coming from and what we intend to do with our lives, you know. We get, you know, so comfortable with the little things we get, like a little bit of salary, you know, health insurance, you know, living in a flat and all that. But, you know, I wanted more. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted more. I wanted to do more, you know, but I realized it's going to take me a little bit of time. But I'm ready to walk through the process, you know. So I was doing this mega jobs, you know, literally getting this little bit of money, you know. And then when uh, McDonald's, you know, uh, I think the job, um, they, they laid off so many people. Anyway, I, I left that place, you know, because I wasn't feeling comfortable anymore. So I got a job in this um, hospitality industry, and um, I started first as a, a, a cleaner, that's some room boy, you know, was like, you know, laying beds and all that. Oh, man, it's been crazy, bro. So, and, uh, so, no, so yeah. you just like, like, just get, make, like, after the, the customer checks out, you go into the room, clean up the room, make the bed, 
and um and just Hoover and stuff. You make it completely new, you know. You clean all the dead bed sheets, you pack everything, you throw it into the wagon, you know. You dust the place, you know. Just make it completely new for the new guests coming in. You understand? So I did that one for like three weeks before the lady called me and said, "Femi, this job is not for you." She used a German word. She said, "Femi, du bist überqualifiziert." It means it literally means uh, you are overqualified for this job. Wow. How she got to know that or whatever, I don't know. You know, you know, I just been humble doing my thing, just trying to get a little bit money in my pocket to survive by. And then she was like, Femi, you are too qualified for this job. I want you to be the supervisor of those people. I was like, okay. So I got this role as a supervisor, you know. And this same company that got me promoted to the supervisor role, you know, they left this hotel, you know, and then another one came. And those ones, especially my former boss wanted to retain me, wanted to take me over there. But, you know, the hotel where I was working decided to keep me there. They don't want me to leave, you know, because I was being um, useful, you know, not only to my own employer, but also to them as well, you guess. So they kind of like my services, my work and all that. I said, okay, fine, okay. Anyway, then it got to a particular time where uh, so I wanted more, you know, I wanted more. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing about me. I always think big, you know. If it's not challenging enough, I'm not, I'm not in it. You understand? I want everything to be challenging because that's part of the sweetness of it. You know, when something is challenging and you go into it, you know, you either come out victorious or not. But at least it's worth trying. You understand? Okay. So I don't rest on my laurels. You know what I'm saying? I always try to do something more, something bigger. You know, that's than good. my current position. That's good. That's good. So when you, when you realize and the woman told you, do you know what? You're more qualified than what you're doing, and you now realize mm-hmm. that do you know what? This is not for me. What was the next move? Yeah, like I said, you know, she gave me the supervisory role. Okay. You know, she taught. Yeah. So I became a supervisor, and then later, after a few months, I got another job with another company. But they now made me the team leader, which calls them team lighter, you know. Team leader, which is a little bit bigger, you know. Okay, that's good. That's That's interesting. My interest in politics here does not align with where my current occupation, you understand, is taking me to. Do you understand? I'm very interested in politics, government, you know, social issues and, you know, and any related stuff like international relations, you know, law, government, politics and all that, you know. But I keep finding myself within the entire hospitality industry because <laughs> I keep getting these little, little promotions, you understand? Nevertheless, I still didn't let that, you know, help me down. Your interest with politics, you know, and all, all the social issues, was that what led you to studying law? Yeah, that was what prompted my decision to study law. And I wanted to, um, when I when the idea came to me to study law, you know, it wasn't just something I was perusing, you know. It was something that, you know, like it raised the eyebrow, you understand? It raised my eyebrow, like, this is a very, very good idea. Do you understand? Like I told you, I like a challenge. Do you understand? I like challenges like that. The reason why I said so was because, you know, the combination, you know, I know what it means, you understand, to study for law. And with my current job, I know it, it's going to be pretty hard. For me to combine so, that. So, so how so, did you, know, you? Yeah, how did you combine that? You know, studying law and you're working full time. You're studying law. You know, and, and by the way, where where did you where did you study your law? Was was it also in Germany or you or you 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 went out of Germany? Where did you study your law? Oh, I actually studied my law with the University of London. Um, I didn't want to study in Germany because first of all, the language difficulty. Secondly, um, I do not feel I could get at what I really wanted. You know, what I'm saying, if I'm to study law in Germany. Um, it's probably going to take me like six, seven, eight years. Wow. Close. Yeah, because the German cause that I did was just for me to interact socially. It's not the uh, academic standard. 
And for you to have the German language academic standard, you need like three or four more years to get it's called C level, you know, it's stage by stage before you can be able to do it in in, in a in German language. So and I don't want to. So I know so what's the best way to do it? Uh, what about University of London? Well, I applied, you know, I got admitted and then um I started doing it. So the thing is, how did I manage to do that? The thing is uh, the first year I was flying into London to attend lectures, you know. Like I said, um, the thing is, um, you can fly from Berlin to London very early in the morning and then leave in the afternoon. From Berlin to Germany, I mean, from Berlin to London, it's less than two hours flight. You get, so I fly into London, come back in the afternoon, or in the evening, and then go to work. And do like two times, sometimes in a week, and then um, yeah. And by the way, it's not really that expensive to fly back and forth. Sometimes with, you know, you can always get some um, twenty euro flight or thirty euro, you know, and just a backpack, you know. So. It's very easy for me to hop in and hop out. Okay, so so that was that was how you that was how you did it. So you you're flying, you're flying to London for your lectures, and um That's flying right. flying back to meet your your daily job back in Berlin. That's right. That's how I managed to combine both. So I was making money while at the same time studying. That would that would that would, that would have been really really like stressful for you. You know how did you how did you how did you manage to to combine all that? So let me tell you one thing. There was this day I was you know on the couch you know as usual you know listening to um you know to the news and it was actually on Sky News and there was this lady she said if you're actually committed to something you should actually do it. So it was like she was talking to me. Do you understand? So you know I took that word and wrote it on the paper. And I pasted it in my room door, you know. <laughs> That's good. My room door. So everyone else, said, if you're actually committed to something, you should actually do it. That's like an affirmation. You you wanted to see see that every morning. I'm Try to reassure you. yourself that you know what. I'm telling this you, is what I want to do. Know, my why is greater, and I and I must achieve this. I'm telling you, getting a law degree from the University of London, you know, was one of my toughest time here in um, Germany because of the combination of what and other things, all the difficulties I experienced. Do you understand? You see, one thing about life that we have to understand is that if you're really committed into doing something, you should actually be committed to it. You know, commitments are essential for us. You understand? But we should we should also be committed to our commitments. You know what I'm saying? That's because good. if not, you know, we would just be you know, we would be like you know, delving into different you know spheres of life without actually finishing it. You feel me? You have to have a purpose. You need to have a purpose. I need to understand that it's going to take a whole lot of energy from you to achieve it. And as long as you're not ready to give up, you're definitely going to get there. You know, I lost so many things, you know, acquiring this degree and working at the same time. So many stops. Do you get? For example, now, we started, we're like 12 altogether that started. They're not in Germany here, they're in London. You understand? Most of my colleagues, they're in London, you know. We studied this law together. But I don't know how I managed to do it, but I'm the only one who graduated. Wow. They all dropped out. They all dropped out. Do you what, understand? Was it due to the difficulty or just other other reasons? So many things involved, you know, family issues, you know, financial issues, or maybe because it's actually quite expensive, you know, sort of, to study with the University of London. And it takes a lot of your time. So, you see, when you come out with a degree from the University of London, for example, you know, you didn't study for the certificates, you know. It's, uh, it's an interpretation of your existence, you know, it dictates exactly who you truly are because for you to come up with your universal law degree, you must be a very stubborn person. You understand? No matter what life throws at you, it can never get at you because 
it's like a punch, you know what I'm saying? You're like, you know, fighting all the difficulties, you know, approaching you each time. So that's, you know, sums up the whole experience of studying with the University of London and um, combining it with um, work. It was really, really, you know, horrendous, but... Here we are today. That's, for that. that's that's good. That's good. great, Lacon. Great, Lacon. That was that was very very good of you. You know, trying to to um, um, stick to your goals. You know, in a way, motivating yourself, never giving up, pushing on. Of course, I saying, appreciate that. I appreciate you know, that. You know, saying no. You know, saying 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 no to the obstacles. You know, and like like you said, there were like twelve of you on that course, and you were the only one that actually graduated. You know, so how how long That's right. how, how long how long did the whole course did the whole process take you to to acquire your your law degree? How long was it? Yeah, I intend to do it for like three years. You know, through the standard level, I want to do it for like three years, which is like four modules per year. And then after the first exam, I had to call, you know, call into the university and tell them that um, can you just stretch to three modules per year and not four per year anymore because the modules were really overwhelming. You know, really, really overwhelming. There was a time I actually gave up. You know, and then a lady, um, this um, uh, uh, Dr. Mary Stiasny. You know, she's the vice chancellor, pro vice chancellor. She was just sending, you know, regular messages out. And she was like, "Okay, um, we all know you guys are tired. You know, going through a lot to achieve this thing. But the only thing I want to tell you is that never ever give up." After reading that message, you know, I just brought out my credit card and I made a registration instantly. I registered for the next academic session instantly. Wow! That was it. Wow! Yeah. That was great. Wow! That was it. <laughs> you know, I mean, I can't explain. I can't explain it to you more better than that, you know. It's from my credit card, and then I registered and that's it. You're still living in, in Germany, in Berlin. You know, so, what is this, right. this law degree going to do for you there? Is it, are you are, are you going to uh, work with the degree? Cause, because you did it in English, didn't you? And and in Germany, yes. and they and you, you guys have a different language in Germany, you know. So how, how are you going to transpire with that? Very good. Uh, you know, Currently, I'm, I'm grounded in the hospitality industry, you know, working in the food and beverage, you know, departments, thank God. Um, law degree, first of all, is a very flexible degree, you know. You can delve into politics or into any government um, departments, or you can be in a, you can work with United Nations or World Bank, you understand, because of your legal background, you know. Provided you do not want to stand in front of a judge to defend a client, do you understand? Okay. So for me... I do have this law degree, and I'm combining it now with a business degree. Okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So because I'm doing my master's degree now in um, strategic business management with the University of Law Business School. Okay. Yeah, it's actually in London, but um, they do they do have a they work in connection with um, in uh with some um, Gizma Business School here in Berlin. So they they so, have an uh, affiliate office in Berlin. That's right. That's right. That's right. So I intend to use the business degree with my law, you know, for a better purpose in the nearest future. You understand? Because most of the jobs I was finding out, they want somebody with a law degree and also a business degree. And I believe I should be able to, you know, penetrate the labor market, you know, effectively by the time I'm ready. Okay. I mean, for a bigger position, actually, for a bigger position to where I am right now. Okay, that's good. Great. How has it been living living in Germany compared to when you first got to Germany? Can you can you tell us the difference? You know, from where you got there till now. You know, how are things? Is it is it is it better? Is it is it? Are you still struggling with the whole um, environment, language, and all that? 
Well, you know, um, there were categories to everything, do you understand? The German language I learned when I came in there was um, it's a B1, you know. I think it was B1 or B2 there, but I can't remember. It's been a long time. And then I told you also earlier about, um, I mentioned earlier about the C1, C2 as well. Okay. That's the academic stage, you understand? And that's the one the way Germans do speak, you know. But um, I cannot speak to that level yet. You've gotten your, your degree from the University of London, and now you're doing another business degree combined with your law degree. You know, how is this supposed to help you in terms of your career progression? Very good. So um, the law degree actually is a very flexible degree. Understand? You can either use it to work in any government department, provided you don't want to stand in front of a judge to defend a client, you understand? So what I intend to do actually is um, to um, equip myself with a business degree, which I'm currently doing right now. I'm with the University of Law, you know, studying uh, strategic business management. So I intend to be able to hit the labor market with, um, equipped with a law degree and a business degree. So I think that should be able to shoot me to a preferred position in uh, in the next coming years. And that would and that would be in, in Germany where you are, right? It could be anywhere. It could be anywhere because of the um, international law that's um, in my degree, you understand? Because I studied English you know, generally and I studied uh, uh, part of the modules were on European Union law and other um, laws, other modules that has nothing to do with um, England alone. Do you have plans to move from from Berlin anytime soon? Well, that depends. You understand? If I get, um, there's a particular position I'm looking to get, you know, if I get it here, fine. If not, I will probably look somewhere else. But nobody knows what the future holds. But uh, the future is bright, actually. From the standpoint right now, everything seems bright. Oh, that's good. Well said. Well said, Leko. This podcast is all about, you know, it's all about motivation and and um, trying to to inspire um, my listeners. You know, so what would you what would you want the listeners to get from this? From your whole from your whole experience, you know, in life, you know, what would you want people out there? that probably kind of like struggling where you are, you know, or anywhere else in the world, struggling, trying to see how they can move from A to B, you know, trying to trying to get a comfort word, you know, to kind of like, do you know what, it's good, it's greener on the other side, you know, you just have to keep moving and keep pushing, you know, what's your word to them? Well, uh, it depends on the circumstances, you know, each individual is going through or they find themselves in, you understand. But essentially, it is very, very crucial that, you evaluate yourself, evaluate your stand, evaluate your resources. That's good. Do you understand? Sit down, do a thinking, you know, a proper thought about yourself. Where are you? What do you want to do? What do you want from life? What do you want to do where you are right now? Do you understand? If you do not evaluate your current status and merge it with what you want to do in the future, you will just be doing the same thing for the next 15, 20 years. Sit down, look into the mirror and ask yourself, where do I want to be in the next five years? What do I want to do in the next 10 years? And how can I do that? And then do not compare yourself to anybody. You might see people driving nice cars, you know, or spending money whenever they go out. Just, you know, follow the process. Follow your own process. There's nothing as sweet as that. You know, it's your own story. Do you understand? It's like your kingdom, you understand? You're the one in control of it. You feel me? And never, ever give up, provided you've done the evaluation and you're following that process. Don't you ever give up. Life will throw so many claws at you, you know. People will bring you down. You know, so many friends will leave you, you know. No one, you know, you, you, you will feel hated. 
you, know, you feel depressed and frustrated sometimes, but it's so part of the whole thing. And that is the journey to success. You know what I'm saying? That's the journey to success. It, it's never rosy out there, you know? It's never going to be rosy, you know? You're going to experience so many difficulties. So that was why I said, you know, in spite of everything I experienced, I still managed to, you know, come out unscathed, which means graduate from the, to graduate from the University of London. Just then, considering that so many people we started, you know, they left. You feel me? So whatever you do, be committed to your commitments. You understand? Evaluate yourself. There is a need for constant evaluation. Now, if you are in a country like this or anywhere you find yourself, if you have a plan to do something, and after two, three, four months, you know, the plan didn't go through, do not give up. Reevaluate yourself with the resources you have and keep pushing forward. Do you understand? And that's how you can get to where you are. Don't give up. Be like, okay, oh, I want to do something. But I would have done this thing if not for what happened to me two months ago, three months. There's no room for excuses. You understand? No one is interested in lame excuses. Get up. Do what you have to do. What I'm saying is not easy. But I'm just imploring anybody who's hearing this today, you know, get up and try your possible best. Try and do your possible best. And I'm assuring you, you definitely get there. Be committed to your commitments. Be committed to it. It's very, very important. Be very committed to whatever plans you have, constant evaluation of yourself. Yeah, liquor. That's good. That's great. That's great. You know, it's 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 all about you know trusting the process. You know, the the, the process. That's if when you when you love the process, you know, you definitely get to the end of your goals. To be honest, you know, and uh, there's a saying I would just draw from one of my uh, one of the motivational speakers I listened to, Gary V. Uh, there's 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 one thing he said. He said it is better to smile in my Toyota than to cry in my Ferrari. You know, I, so I'm just relating this to what you said, so so to something you said, you know, and instead of looking at other people, you know, and trying to to live like the Joneses, you know, just make do what you have with, with the resources you have, you know, and you surely get there, you surely get to your goals. Yeah, yeah, that's the most important thing, you know. Always try and always think big, always think big, you know, you know, because when I was doing mine, I experienced a lot of financial difficulties, you know. But thank God, okay, one thing I feel to mention is I managed to, you know, build a, a small company for myself, you know. It's got good excellent prices and it's on Amazon, you know, thanks to Uncle Jeff Bezos, you know, the Amazon owner, you know. <laughs> Uncle so, Uncle Jeff Uncle Jeff Bezos. <laughs> yeah, it was the opportunity, you know, the platform to be able to sell our products, you know. So, you know, I designed this small product, you know, this uh, bed. So, so what's, what's the what's the product what's the product about what's the what's the product about? Well, the product is a is a is a cat bed. You understand? Now, the reason why you know when I did this course about this um physical products, you know, I did a evaluation, you know, of my environment, and I realized that the Germans, you know, love cats. I don't want to do a business just for the purpose of doing business. But what are the people here crazy about? You know, if you tell a typical Nigerian that you sell beds, you know, they'll be like, don't you have any other good business to do? But I don't care. So like I said, you know, you don't follow what people do. Just follow your own commitment and be committed to it. So when I started that business here, yeah, it's about car business in order. You know, I designed this bed and I sent it to China, you know, got produced and shipped into Germany. And I put it, you know, on Amazon. In less than a year, I sold out the entire merchandise, everything, the whole units out. Do you okay, understand my okay, point? Good, good, good. So that's what I'm saying about, yeah, that's what I mean when I say always evaluate yourself, you know, and follow the process. Do you get? And that one can also, the evaluation, you know, idea can also be um, used, you understand, for the, for the society that you live in. What do the people really like? 
you know, it, it doesn't have to be what you like, but what do they like? What do they what are they crazy about? And I realized they love their cat so much and they would do anything, they would spend so much, you know. And back then I used to date a girl, she spent so much money. I said, Okay, fine, let me just delve into this problem, you know. I never liked like cats before until I lived with few, you know, and I started having these, you know, close affiliations with them. So I delved into the business and thank God I saw the entire unit. So are you still are you still doing doing the business on Amazon now? Are you still doing it? Of course, my business is live and direct. I'm on Amazon. You know, I sell, my name is a Kitty's Haven, you know, I sell this cat bed. We have these two different types and we have the giraffe, you know, model and we have this um, lion model as well, you get. So this lion model, it has this hairy lion head, you know, the male lion, you know, it has this hairy design and then at the back, it has the tail, you know, so you have the option of choosing either the lion one or the giraffe model, you get. So the lions one got, you know, sold out quickly because, you know, when the people were buying it, you know, they, they, it it gives them the feeling that their cat is like a lion. Do you understand? Okay, so good, good, good. I see, I see, you know, I see the whole, I see the whole, the whole vibe there. Good. Thank you. You know, so that's the idea about it. You you need to be able to understand the market and the people you're about to penetrate. So that's how I managed to sell my entire first order on Amazon. Okay, so that's good. it. Good, 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 yeah. good. So, so you, your your business is Kittens Heaven, yeah. Yeah, my business. Uh, the name of the product is um, Kitty Seven under the ages of Goodex Enterprises. Okay, good, good. So you make you make um um, um beds where cats sleep, like the sleep the sleeping area. Yeah, cats cats bed. In Germany, it's called Katzenhule. You know, it's like a bed. You know, for for the cats. You get. So that's how I managed. You know, survive law school. And bills with salary, you know, because it was really overwhelming, as in it was really, really much, you know what I'm saying? So, thanks to the latest things I was getting from the business and my salaries, so I was able to offset most of my bills. Okay, good. Really cool. That's good. That's good. Good to hear. Good to hear. So, what are what are your five years? What what are your five year plans? You know, what 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 do you plan to do in the next five years? Do you do you plan to like probably? I don't know, go back to Nigeria or do you, do you plan to move to another country in terms of, you know, your law degree? What are your plans? What do you plan to do in the next five years? Um, well, one thing I haven't told you about me is that I'm a wanderer. You understand? I like moving around. You understand? I want to do whatever I want, wherever I find myself today, you know, I want to be thriving there. You understand? Good. I cannot a particular place at home. I mean, I'm Nigerian, you know, a naturalized German citizen. Why can't I come and enjoy my home? Because I'm not living there. Good. You said, if you ask where I'm from, I'll tell you I'm from Nigeria, no doubt. But I can't call it my home because I'm not living there. In Germany, I love Germany so much, but I can't call it my home. Why? Because I don't know if I'm going to be living here in the next two, three years. You know, wherever <laughs> I'm going, I won't call it my home. You understand? Because wherever you are is home. Do you understand what I'm saying? Wherever you are is home. But it cannot be a permanent home. You feel me? If I move to Dominican Republic today, that's home for me. You understand? Mm-hmm. And if I decide to live on a on a boat, you know, on the Atlantic, that's, that's home for me. And that's home for you too. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So anyway, it's home for me. You know, I'm not particularly, you know, um, committed to a particular geographic location. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. 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 So for the for the for the purpose of you know, people listening and, you know, you being in Germany, you know, you know the German language at least to an extent, you know. What, what would you like me to say, first of all, what would you like me to say in German? In, in German, would you say, thanks, Kes, for inviting me on Ask the Pros. You know, I've really, I've really learned 
a lot on this show and I hope hope I will be able to impact your listeners. Oh, that's pretty huge. <laughs> is, that, is that too much? <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm going to tell you what I can say in German. I mean, something related to that, but it's definitely not going to be as smooth, you know, as a traditional German speaker. Okay. All right. Um, danke schon vielmals für die Einladung heute. Es freut mich sehr, auf der Sendung zu sein. Und ich hoffe, jemand hat das heute schon mal gehört. Und hoffentlich kriegt man was davor. Und ähm, ich hoffe, wir können uns noch mal in der Zukunft miteinander arbeiten. Yeah, I guess so. But I, what I just said now is uh, thank you for inviting me to this your show. And uh, I hope somebody benefits from everything I've said today. And hopefully we get to work together in the future. Now, that wasn't a smooth German. But, you know, I just managed to, you know, speak what I can speak out of it, you know. It's been long since I've been to German class. But, I mean, nevertheless, I can still manage to, you know, communicate with a uh, few people like that, you know. But for the purpose of this show... And what the show stands for, you know, in terms of motivating and inspiring, you know, you've, you've told us your story from all the way from working in an internet, internet cafe in Nigeria down to Europe, Germany, where you did a lot of low jobs, you know, but that you didn't let, you didn't let all that stop you. You know, you went ahead to, to get your law degree, you know, and now you, you want to, you are getting your business management course in order to further your career and earn a better living. That's a very good, you know, motivational process for anybody that is thinking to, you know, he or she is stuck, you know, and looking for for how to inspire them, inspire themselves or motivate themselves. You know, that, that's, a, that's a very good story, you know, that you've, that you've, that you've told us today. After you. So whoever is in my own situation, you know, who's going through a lot of stuff, you know, who is like, you know, occupied with many stuff, they can also get out of it, you know, by thinking big, you know, and working towards achieving their goals. That's good. Regardless That's good. of difficulties. That's good. That's good, Lekon. Th thank you. Thank, thanks a lot, Lekon. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for making time for me to interview you. Thanks for being on Axe to Pros, you know, and um, hopefully someday, you know, you would come back, you, you come back on the show, you know, and um, I'm very, very grateful, you know, and um, for those of you who probably want to get in touch with Lekon, you know, you could, you could send, you could send us a message, and we'll definitely, you know, get back to you on that. You know, um, follow us on Instagram. It's it's Ask the Pros. Um, we are also on Facebook, Ask the Pros. You know, and um, and um, please share share our videos, like our videos. You know, we we want to see we want to see our numbers coming up, growing up. You know, and um, hopefully, you know, we've been able to do a good job. You know, we and of course. Um, and uh, no, ask the pros where we're still improving, you know, committed to our commitments, like what Lekon said, you know. <laughs> I picked that from Lekon, which, which is good, you know. So, guys, thanks a lot, you know. And Lekon, thanks one more time, yeah? I appreciate it. The, the pleasure is all mine. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries. 